You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Scottish Football Show right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, delighted to be your host as always. Joined as always with Mark Shanklin. Shanklin, how are we doing? You alright? Uh, can't believe you gave it the green light for these two clowns to come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're responsible if anything goes wrong, by the way. Good idea. Well, joined as always by Rory as well. Rory, how are we doing? I not too bad, not too bad at all. Looking forward to the chat and talking about the, the cup games and everything that was going on over the weekend. Definitely. You will notice as well, we don't have Mark Wilson. I have been told, we have got a statement here for Mark Wilson. <laughs> at 25 past four, Wilson was, was on the, the programme, but however, his roof and pipes have burst in his house and it was thanks to one Stephen Wilson. Stevie, can you, Stevie, can you comment on what he's talking about there? Uh, no, no comment. I want my lawyer. Just... <laughs> 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 well, we, we hope Wilson gets having sorted as soon as possible. We're delighted to welcome two very special guests. One of one of these guests has, been, has pretty much has been on the show every week. He's been mentioned there enough every week in the show. We're delighted to welcome Wally Lyle. Wally, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Cheers, mate. And the aforementioned Stevie Wilson. Stevie, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you. All right, lads. How you doing? See, just before we get started, Fred, uh, is the only reason you're on the night because you knew Wilson, wasn't he? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's all the reason I'm on it. But, but see, the fair, I, was, I was actually on Friday. And as well as that, we'll touch on a few a few cup games to talk about. Obviously, the Scottish Cup weekend over the past few days, big results everywhere. But we we'll start off with Rory. Rory, what was your result of the weekend in the Scottish Cup? Uh, just chatting before with the guys, I think we all recognised there wasn't really any shocks. Um, you normally get one or two. Um, there was a few kind of close runners, but I think overall the old Premiership tie at Hamilton to to go to Hamilton win three 0 in any competition is isn't easy. Uh, Rangers and Celtic go there quite often and win by the odd goal um, or as it was seen this season you know drawn and dropping points and things like that so it's a pretty tough place to go I know Brian Rice wasn't happy after the game um, however um, to go and win there 3-0 to score three goals in that Astro Tough Park against a stuffy difficult side who always make it difficult for you to go through and go through comprehensively 3-0 that, that was probably the standout for me I think if that result was in the league or that fixture was in the league you would never have 3-0 to any team so you know, they went and done that. So I would probably, given that there's no shocks, I would probably put it down to St Mum going to Hamilton and winning 3-0. Definitely. Shankers, what was your result of the weekend in the Scottish Cup? Uh, it's not obviously a shock, as Rory says, there wasn't many shocks, but Kilmarnock got a convincing win at Stenhouse Moor. That'll maybe give them a lift and, and kick them on for the last six games of the season and, and help them avoid the drop or, or even drop into the playoffs. So that might give them a lift, obviously, Lafferty. A hat-trick, he's, he's in the goal, so... So that might give them a lift for the end of the season. Definitely, that's a great result for Kilmarnock. Give, give them a lot of confidence. Wally, your result of the weekend in the Scottish Cup? As I say, no really any shocks, but Clyde going to Somerset, winning down there, a good result for them. Um, I don't think, I think they've played quite a few games recently. They're obviously just back into training and going against, uh, good down there and winning against Air United is a decent result for them, obviously. But Aye. as I say, no, no shocks really, no shocks. Nah. Stevie, were you, what was your what result caught your eye over there? Uh, just as you, as you were saying, but I think the biggest shock is probably Celtic beating uh, Falkirk here. <laughs> uh, you know, they've, been, they've been struggling, they're really poor at the moment, so <laughs> I'm a bit disappointed in Falkirk. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, as well as that, we've got a bit of news just to report as well. Obviously during the week we heard the rumours that Eddie Howe is a strong favourite to the Celtic manager. We are, we, are, we are expecting an official announcement to be made during the week as early as Monday. Rory, I'll come to you. What is your thoughts on Eddie Howe being the new Celtic manager? It's an interesting one. Um, it's, it's a difficult one to call. I think Eddie Howe is very tactically astute. I think he'll be able to set up a team and I think he'll be able to play um, nice, attractive football. However, I think 
one thing Eddie Howe will be in, a sh- in for a shock with is the expectation level. Um, I always remember when I was at Rangers, Walter Smith would often say the difference between Everton and Rangers is that it's acceptable to lose at Everton. Um, as long as you're going to stay in the league at that particular point in time anyway, Everton weren't a top six side, they were, they were fighting to stay in the league. He didn't like the mentality of, Aye, it's okay if you lose two games as long as you win one, um, as long as you do enough to stay in the league. That's been born this mentality in the Premier League. They've had co-paced amounts of money to get promoted through the divisions. They've been in the Premier League where it's acceptable to lose. Eddie Howe's going to be in for a big shock when he wins three on the bounce and drops a couple of points and you know the lines are out and they're after him. That, that'll be a, a wake-up call to him about what it's all about up here. You know, being tactically astute and playing nice football doesn't matter if you're not getting results. You could be the best team, as, as you've seen at Ibrox selling the season. Celtic, for a large period of the game, dominated Rangers. Rangers won. It doesn't matter that the fact that, that uh, Celtic played well. So I think that he's got the potential to be good. I think he's going to, need to learn very quickly. And I think he's going to need to realise that results matter up here, not performances. Uh, yeah, I think that as well. Shankers, obviously you weren't on the show on Thursday when we were talking with us when it was kind of announced, but what was, what was your first impressions when you thought that Eddie Howe is now a really strong favourite to be a manager? I thought when it when the rumours came about maybe a few months ago that Eddie Howe was going to be a manager, I thought they were maybe going to try and push it over the line and get it done. They obviously need the fans are, are wanting one done early. Rangers, Celtic possibly in the cup. So I think they'll maybe try and get it, get it uh, pushed through this week, as you say, and and give him the last six games of the season to maybe show him what he needs and what he doesn't need. Maybe try and persuade players that are are looking to go elsewhere, like like Ayer and stuff like that. They're maybe looking to move. Maybe somebody like Eddie Howe could persuade them to, to stay at the club. But I think it's probably the sensible option compared to some of the names that were that were branded about. It's probably the the best option out of them. Aye, uh, definitely. Stevie, well, is there anything you want to add about Eddie Howe? Does he worry you? No, just as, just as Shank said, um, I think it's a sensible option for uh, Celtic. Some of the names that was in it, it's, nah, and obviously John Kennedy, they're thinking about getting him, but I think they've kind of went for a young manager. Didn't bore me if they did well, to be fair, but obviously this, that time he's, he's been sacked. He's just kind of run a games when they uh, wasn't good enough. And as Rory was saying, up, the, up here it's not about uh, performances, it's all about the points. You know what I mean? You need three points. And if you don't get them, fans are on your back very, very quickly. Definitely. Well, anyway, anyway, either, but the... I, I just like, as the boys say, I think he really needs to hit the ground running. He does. And I, I think it's a massive free building job, to be fair. There's obviously their captains leaving and as you credit, the likes of Ayer and uh, that are, are looking to leave as well. So it's a, it's a massive free building job. But he's it's, it's young, fresh manager. I think, it's, I think it's a decent appointment, to be honest. Is he going to get the last six games, Pikey Dino? Aye, that's a point. Aye. There's, a, I don't, I, I, I don't, there's nothing I, official about that, but... I, I don't do think it would be... Man, especially when especially nah. a game like that. I don't think it's beneficial to do that, personally. I think it's a lose-lose. I, I don't think there's much more Celtic... I know they've got the Scottish Cup, but I don't think there's much more, to, especially in the league, that they're going to be able to do to win the fans round this season. I, I think that they're always looking at the negatives. I, I personally, you know, if they do drop a couple of points, if they win the last six games of the league, they're expected to out with the old firm you know if he goes and drops a couple of points here and there there's pressure on him before the season's even started I would get him at the games watching the games what he needs but I think yeah. it would be counterproductive for Celtic to give him the last six games in charge I think you're right I think if he went in and he was sitting in the, the director's box the last six games and was looking and seeing like this is what I want maybe even going to the training ground things like that I can understand that but I think it would probably kind of it would probably be a disservice to John Kennedy as well because they have said he would take, get the job at the end of the season regardless. So, But that kind of leads us in quite well to the draw. The draw for the next round of the Scottish Cups, out, Aberdeen play Livingston, Forford and D United, Kilmarnock play Montrose, Motherwell versus Morton, Rangers or Cove Rangers versus Celtic, St Johnson versus Clyde, St Marin versus Inverness, Stranraer versus Queen of the South or Hibs. Is there a stick-out tie in that for MD, anybody? Any <laughs> tie stick-out there? Well, Rangers get the job done tonight. Obviously, the old fun game's the, the biggest the biggest tie and the the, the 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 draw. But um, I would say obviously that's that's about the only one. It's a brilliant. Um, it's, it's that's a cracker, right? You prefer it prefer it obviously closer, like maybe a final or a semi final that. But well, all fun games are always special, aren't they? 
Yeah, I mean, if, um, if Rangers win tonight, this will go out probably after the Rangers game, but it will be very nicely poised, Shankers, for the next the next round of Rangers and Celtic are in here together. I definitely think it's maybe one that, that Celtic are, are maybe trying to avoid it now, whether they're trying to get results results together. And obviously, it's the only competition they, they're still in at the moment, so it's, it's probably no good for them, especially with Rangers possibly being at home. They say they've still got Cove Rangers to get through, but me, Stephen Wally played in a team that beat them, so I don't think Rangers will have to do that. But, but see, be fair or not, just what Shanker was saying, I think it could be Celtic could maybe benefit for that as well because they could they, they maybe want to play it and redeem themselves for the season they've had, and obviously mm-hmm. the last old firm, etc. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a tasty one anyway, definitely. Definitely, we've got a couple of questions about the. The Rangers, Rangers and Celtic in Scotland. We'll do that later on in the show. We'll move on to our special guest, Wally and Stephen. We'll start off the top by asking Shankers. Shankers, how buzzing are you to finally get these two in the show? Uh, <laughs> not really, mate, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, when, when, uh, when, when we get the boys for going after and stuff for it, it was always one that was going to come because it's maybe they don't uh, get people watching the show, but so, associate it with. We often like Talbot. Uh, <laughs> I'll get people watching. <laughs> Brilliant. We'll start off with talking to. Well, we'll talk to you about Wally about your day, your early days at United. How how did you find the days? What was it like coming through at Somerset? Ah, it was great. Obviously, when I left school, went in there full time, and when I went in, Air had a wee bit of money, as I said, the, the, the big players playing like Yogi Hughes and mm-hmm. Pat McGinley's and the James Grady's and all that. So. It was it was interesting and a learning curve, that's for sure. <laughs> were, were they kind of who was were they the kind of players that stuck out to you in the training ground and things like that? And who were the kind of yeah. good as well? Aye, oh, big Yogi was brilliant, honestly, unbelievable. What a character! Just every morning he has to come in, ask me, "Could I go that? Do you like football?" And I'm like, "Aye, aye, I love it." He says, "I hate football. Hate it. See my thumb by my thumb by here. That's me done." I'm like, "All right, Yogi." Five years later, he moved to Falkirk and became a clear assassin. He was still playing at 45 years old, I think. So was, <laughs> honestly, just a character. I remember he got sent off. He got sent off against Livingston. Livingston were going, we, them and they were going for the league. And he got sent off against Livingston. Uh, came in, wrecked the dressing room, put a hole, a hole, a size of a football ball in the referee's door. I'd never seen him for six weeks after that, honestly. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, what a guy. He was unbelievable. Top guy. Really? But I, at that time, they were throwing my money about. They were mm-hmm. signing players for Dundee and Hibs and whatnot. And I was good, good. Brilliant. Stevie, who were your early days like? When did you first get the bug for football? Uh, God, I, was, I think I was about three. Because obviously, Graham, he was two years older than me. Uh-huh. Um, so he started early. And then I was just doing there as well. And the coaches are just, oh, just, just let him join in. So for there, I just kind of played like two years above myself, just obviously because it's three years, no any team at three. So um, I was probably about three, four year old. I was I was playing football, obviously with, with Graham's team, Chris's. So um, so that was probably when I first started getting the bug for it. And when Scott, we, you know, Scott, you know better saying that we couldn't get Graham on, so that's how we had to get Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> Graham's not on because he's got fucking all banner. <laughs> And see after that, like see obviously when you were kind of growing up, Stephen. Like who were you, where did you go? Where did you kind of? Well, my first my first one was uh, Rangers. So I was there maybe I was about nine, ten or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played at Rangers for about four four years. So like so my, my team it was like John Fleck was in my team, Andy Halliday, um, Danny Wilson, and boys like that was in the team. Uh, so I you know I enjoyed it there, and then I went to command up for a season. Then after that, it was just kind of boys club football. For the for the in and then just joined Trin and then obviously went to Talbot after that. Right. Well, I see when you after you left, what was it like to leave there? And when like obviously your spells at Race, Trinar and Stenhouse Mule, what were your highlights of the kind of days? To be fair, once I, when I left there, uh, I went to Rafe Rovers for a year. My old gaffer Gordon Dale took me there for a year, but they were full time, so that travelling every day was a nightmare. I was I was hard going. Um I was lucky I had a couple of boys for doing this way. Um, and we kind of travelled to travel together, but uh, my year at the Wraith was all right. I was, we finished mid-table, 
Uh, but the travelling and that was murder. And then when I went to Stranraa, only played a season at Stranraa. Um, you'd be lucky if I played 17 games. I started the season um, and then I got injured. I'd done my ankle. Then I'd done my I other ankle. When, when, I, uh, when I came back, I'd done other ankles. I hardly ever played and they get relegated and I left and then I ended up at Stenny. But it was there for five years. I enjoyed Stenny. It was a great wee club. enjoyed it all there. Who were the good kind of characters in the dressing room you were at Stenny? Uh, Stevie Ferguson, ex-Ross County manager. Um, Campbell Money was the manager. Dan Henderson was assistant uh, when I first signed. But I get Campbell the sack. He's, he, he likes to tell me that I got my sack <laughs> at the club. So, um, did you cry? Really go again about Stenny, huh? I'm starting to feel a bit tired, Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Stevie Ferguson, Stevie Ferguson's quality, so it was a great character. Brilliant. Stevie, what were your days like at Troon? Hi, well, first I, I was at Troon maybe when I was about 18. Um, so I went in there on the so District League. So it was a case of you're going, you're playing like Southern Vicks and Stalkets, and okay, your dressing rooms are a porter cabin. Okay. <laughs> so um, um, the first the first season was we were neighbor, and this, I think the second season we we finished second, so we get promoted. No, I tell a lie, we didn't. We, we missed out in the promotion the second. It was the third season we get promoted. Uh, and, uh, and uh, obviously the first division. And then um, in that league, it's, it's obviously a hard league to go up uh, to win in there because the teams it was at, Beath was in it that year. Uh, you had like Rutherglen, teams like that. It was in it. So it was, it was a tough league. But we actually went on and won it. Uh, I think it was like the last game of the season we won. Um, so it was, I think it was a Wednesday night we played. Um, Played and I think we were up three and a half at half time because uh, the bees, all the bees players were there watching because obviously if we get beat or drew, they won the league. So at half time we're up three and all we come back out and all then we're away. I think it finished five one or something. Brilliant. He's obviously moved on to Auchinleck together, and this is where I'm going to bring in Shankers. Shankers, what was what's the memories you've got of these two? Just here's the floor for a few minutes. Just tell us some stories about these two. I'm in the spot. Um, <laughs> some of the stories we probably couldn't have put out, uh, put out in there, <laughs> to be honest. But with the Tunnelsey, the good memories winning, winning leagues, Scottish Cups, big cup runs, uh, big cup wins. Uh, there was one time up at Fraserburgh, we, we got a good 1-0 win. Stevie, Stevie scored a, a 30-yarder. I don't know if you got yeah, any evidence yeah, to that, you get any evidence for that? Evidence uh, of that? <laughs> <laughs> what are you um, Rolling around. Uh, I think that was his last good game, by the way. Ah, you're no joking. <laughs> <laughs> I but as I said, we've got lots of lots of good uh, lots of good times, and and hopefully after this period's over, we will get, uh, get plenty more. We've We've not been playing this season, so uh, we've not really had had much football at all. So it'll be it'll be good to get back and amongst it. And uh, I think it's May time we'll, we'll be able to get back training, and, and and hopefully we can make some more memories in, in the pitch. Definitely, well, which obviously when you go to Auckland Lake, the first kind of person you you run at is Tommy Sloan. Just which how big an influence has Tucker been for your career, and what's the best Tommy Sloan story you've got? I'll ask you this evening as well. <laughs> This is no other lie. If Fort Martin says, um, can, can I come and talk to you? And that, uh, um, I can't remember what to sign you. I said, I ain't bother. So can, can I never in the house and like that. Hey, hi, Molly. He's just right back in you. Hi, hi. He says, I don't really need a right back. I'm sitting going, all right, hi. <laughs> so, so what you like? So I'm giving him all the fat. I can get up and down, can up and down. And he's like, yeah, and I like to bomb up and do that, but can you defend them? I could defend them. Aye, right. Aye, I don't really need a right back, but aye, I'll sign you. I'll just sign you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that. I've got that. Honestly, I didn't care. Like, we walked out of my house and I'm like, does this guy want to sign me or no? Honestly, he's just, he's just a, a different, different kettle of fish. So he's, he's a different breed. Totally different breed. Did you play? Team talks and all that and all that. But there's no... And they set pieces up in the wall. And the, my very first game I played for Talbot, I'm at TV Butch. Where's the set pieces? Where am I to be? Corners and uh, it's like, uh, Tucker will just tell you. So he just walked out the dressing room, like, on the post, stay back at corners. <laughs> I'm like, all right, never bother. 
Stevie, what was your first impressions of Tucker when you went you went talking like? Well, see, be fair, see me, first of all, I, I spoke to him on the phone and I, I bet maybe three or four times I had to say he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he would talk to you. Where about you prefer playing? So I would say, oh, I prefer him centre mid or whatever. And then that, you're sitting on the phone, you're going, Tucky, you still here? I always am still here. Come on, talk to me. What is it? As I say, and then you're thinking, right, Talbot, great comps, you're why? I was buzzing to go to train, things like that. You go to train, Tucker turns up with like one white stud bit on his left foot, on his right foot, it's like a black moldy. And he's got tracky bones on for like 10 years ago, and he's brand new Jacob on it. The thought I'm just like, let's get on here. But hey, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't argue with his records, I mean, he's, he's been top-notch. Shankers, did you have a similar thing when you probably you have told the story when you first met Tucker? He came, I think it was my grand, he came to speak to me and that, and my mum was still, uh, my mum was there, so it was me, Tucker, my mum, just sitting in the conversation, he was just asking about, uh, like, because I'd just left there at the time, uh, and he was like, well, I've never seen you play before, but I'll sign you. It's similar, it's just similar. <laughs> and my mum was like, ah. my mum actually says, you know what, to like see him training in the game? And I'm like, shut up, I'm trying to do <laughs> She's, she's kind of, I could go on my stink and he doesn't want to sign me. So I had probably a similar, similar experience to, to Wally, but I struggled at first. I, I went in when I was uh, 18, 19, and I struggled to get in the team uh, to start with. And, Obviously, when you're not playing, you're not happy and you don't know whether to just ride it out or no, but obviously, I'm, I'm glad I did now. It's been, see, but see, be fair, you're obviously you're saying you're struggling. I, I was the same my first season. Uh, it was kind of in and out. And, uh, it, since I've been there, I don't think there's been a player of sign and he's straight in all the time. And uh, it, I, 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 I was kind of getting in, maybe going on for maybe half an hour. And then I started kind of getting a run of games. And it, I, remember, I thought it was doing all right. And then we, I remember we were playing Horford at home, reading out a team line. My, my name wasn't on it, and I'm like, so I, I was like, I says, well, I, I'm not on. All right. So Tucker shouts me, speaking to me. He's like, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to see if you've got any character or no. And then just walked away. <laughs> so I, ah, that was it. Then did he give up a canister or something, Stevie? Oh. He named the team in the last number, t- number 10, Stevie Wilson. Playing oh, up front. And Graham was in the bench, and you feel like, you got the right Wilson there? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I didn't play it was September time it was just after the cup it was the night before the cup final against Glen Aftendon at Trin that we get beat and I was the same I was just coming on 20 minutes here 30 minutes there and it wasn't until like the March time that I started my first game and it was like the, the second leg of uh, the Scottish Cup game last 16 against Bonnerig away and he just pulled me out and he was like oh, right you're starting the day and like, know how you normally before I would normally get dealt on a Thursday night we uh, mark all that if you're you're in so you can kind of prepare but nothing I just presumed I wasn't playing because I hadn't played again for six months before and then all of a sudden you're in in the last 16 uh, uh, Scottish Cup time and you're just expect the thing is you'll just expect it to be the same as everybody else and it doesn't sometimes quite work out oh. okay because I actually remember we played uh, was it Cumberland Colts or something up at Airdrie I think I played maybe 20 minutes here and there and we played them we played a 4-3-3 oh, and I was one of, one of the three out wide and I'm like I've, I've hardly kicked a ball here and he's all, all games why do we run not I'm doing I'm like that's just I just some stuck her up didn't it aye definitely well we see when you left Stenhouse where you go to off and late did you worry about the step for professional to junior I, I was a wee bit ignorant to be fair because I reckon I should have done it. Looking back, I should have, I enjoy staying I'm not saying that. I reckon I, I, I regret no doing it earlier, to be honest. To be honest. See at Talbot, like like I, I wanted to I, I wanted to go. I, I grew up a Talbot fan, so when Tucker came and sp- spoke to me, I had other offers to stay senior, but I didn't really want I might, I might go and try the juniors. So I was I went and put the the rest of the winning every week. It's, it's just it's a, it's a different feeling. So I played the no, no rubbish team. We're only winning every week, and it, 
it's frustrating. But seeing you're winning every week and you're in the mix for trophies all the time, it, it, it makes a, a massive difference. And it, do, do you only say you, you wish you went a couple of years ago so you could get your testimonial? In case you might not get it, no. Okay, no, it's, that's a panic. I, I don't know how these other legs are going to shoot up when we go back, but hopefully, hopefully I get an a cut of you in me, Shankle, surely. Aye, aye, it's all right. Surely. Yeah, well, that'll make sure you do, pal. Are you joking? I'd be all you're running anyway. It's like babysitting on a Saturday. Aye, certainly night, you mean? And on a Saturday night, when you're <laughs> Rory, did you ever have the chance to go to Junior? Um. Aye, um, Glen Afton. Aye, I think you said this before. Aye, but I couldn't remember before and I said I would find out, but I never <laughs> forgot. I think it was Glen Afton that asked me to get in train, but I was past it. See, when I left in Barton, I was, I was, that was me. Like, I knew in my head I was, I was done for a number of reasons. My head had gone with it, my back was knackered. Like, I couldn't swing my leg, never mind run. Um, so when I left in Barton, I knew that was it. I got a bit of interest, um, from that 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 type of uh, level, we we've gone after and a couple of others, but no, nothing that I was ever going to go after. I needed for a number of reasons, like I said, to step away from it. But I had Tucker, funnily enough, he was my youth team coach at Air uh, when I was top time. Um, so I had Tucker for I moved from Govan doing an Ayrshire, then up to Air when I was maybe fourteen, fifteen, and Tucker was a youth team coach, and I had had him for a year. So all the stories you're telling me, I can I can put a face to the name and picture it all myself. <laughs> Did they still write his name his team sheet in the gas pile? Oh, everything. Last the board and everything. What's your kind of best memories broken? Like, obviously, you've got really good ones against like Air and as you said, Cold Rangers in the Scottish Cup. But well, what's your kind of best memories playing for Auckland? Like, two, two games the Scottish Cup against Horrorford. We'd been Aye. beat the previous year. You look, I'm looking at the clock, 90 minutes, you're going, oh, I can't do this this year again, beat again, you know what I mean? Uh, and then obviously we scored two goals in uh, injury time to win uh, that game. I, I'll never, for drama, I'll never be beat. But as well, the air game, live on telly, BBC, and we go and, go and beat them, they're flying high in the championship, pushing to get into Premier League at the time. Um, and we go and beat them. Um, they two games especially, but look, when you're winning all the time, every game's good. What was the pressure like that day playing against there? To be honest, I was I was quite comfortable with it. I, I didn't have any pressure. Was, I think we were all relaxed, to be honest. I think we just, well, as for us, there was no pressure on us. I mean, we weren't expected to go and win the game. And I, I, that's, I, I think the pressure was on here. Uh, they were coming to us expected to win so we could really relax a bit because obviously when we play league games and cups it's us that's got the pressure because everybody's want like we should win the game whereas when we played there the pressure was on us so um, it was a wee, a wee bit more relaxed What's your favourite memory Steve with playing the Auckland like? I just as well I say is, I mean <laughs> this, the, the Scottish Cup against Toronto it was different class um, and it obviously 2-1 doing it I was the same with Wally well, see, see, we score and it's to two each. Now you're going, oh, your beauty. Right, let's take us to penalties, and then we got we're starting to going for a nine, and then we got an half corner, and we're like, surely no. And then when that went in, it was the feeling was honestly, it's, you can't even describe the feeling. To be fair, I'm just glad the ball never scored the volley that led to the right. corner. <laughs> I see the Probably Horrorford then again, at least a yeah, probably that Scottish Cup run. Obviously we were up at Wick, um, Cove, Fraserburgh. It oh, was the of the Highlands. Uh, it, was, uh, it was it was good. Obviously the bus in the way home is the best bits it, but <laughs> brilliant. Shankers, you're taking over quick fire questions this week for Wilson. Obviously you've got the anti's high this point, mate. I guess you've you managed to go on, so you need to deliver here. Yeah, I think I know some of these, but we'll just <laughs> we'll go with it for the sake of, sake of the people watching. Uh, win the league or the Scottish Cup? Scottish Cup. Scottish Cup. Yeah, favourite footballing memory, not just the Auckland Lake, like throughout your whole, your whole football career. For, for, for us, like your favourite memory? Ah, uh, your favourite memory. Or just in general. 
What do you mean in general? Like, like, so it could be like any game, professional game. Do we have to play? I just like a memory that sticks out. Growing up watching well, football, pro- probably football. My, my my biggest one was probably uh, James McFadden scoring away in France. Uh, I can I can still remember it. Uh, obviously, it was about thirty-five years, forty years out, and uh, that's probably my memory, biggest memory. Now. Well, he's also probably a player that we oh, weren't like even born, or born when we were born. Oh, that's Terry. When we win the playoffs, and I scored a penalty, I had that the first penalty. No, 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 that that amazes. Loudrop said that at Tannadice, aye, for nine in a row, magic. Uh, oh no! Wait, they're going to the next one. Best player played with uh, Tommy Sloan, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I remember laughs> he was. He was actually the best player. I can't believe nobody said that story. I tell that story. See, see, oh, you go. Somebody tell that. Oh, right. So was that, was, that, was, that, was that Wednesday night or something we played? And we, was it? I think we had the Scottish Cup on the Saturday. So they no, did we not just win the Scottish Cup and this was like the Wednesday after it? Uh, we played Friday we or something in the finals. Uh, uh, we're going to play another game though. Was, uh, was it coming to the final? I think it was coming to the final. Aye. So Tucker, Tucker turns up, he's got a couple of, kind of amateur boys here, leads the team out. Tucker's playing right mid. And we're all ah, here we go. <laughs> so during the game, he referred to me, he was up and down. And I always remember one of the boys, Tucker's one of these, he's went to Honjin. Hundred faces and things like that. One of the large players got my cracker up for a heat on and we're like, oh, here we go. The next, about five minutes later, the boy is saying, You see Tucker actually turn around, the next thing he's like, <laughs> bust his nose, like, and he's like, Oh, sorry, sorry. And I'm, I couldn't believe he didn't get sent off. Uh, but I was to, he was the best player in the park because I think Arnold had a trialist playing left mid. I actually say to Tucker, he says, "Oh, he's not getting sight after that." <laughs> were we not? Well, were we not just back for Benidorm? Uh, I, I think we could have been. I, uh, I think, and in fact, I don't think I went that year. Can't remember, but I, I remember. Aye, that, it was a no, that was the year. Night. That was the year we get beat to Glen Afton in the final. Aye, well, and then we aye. went to Benidorm. We had no, we had no shots and target at all that night. I felt the ball came in the box and Tucker was in at the back step. Oh, that was the only shot and target that night. Uh, see, see about, five, about 10 minutes to go, Tucker wasn't the one to make any subs because like, I think I was in the bench later. Like, boys, it was going to be playing the Friday. But 10 minutes to go, Lata decides to make a sub and brought Tucker off and got him on. Tucker's walking off. that. Raging that he was going to take off. Right, I best player played with Wally. I don't uh, know if Stevie's with Stevie. Steve, we Stevie Murray played for Kilmarnock. No, played with Stevie. Stevie was a right good player. Angry, angry wee man. man. Angry wee man. <laughs> angry wee man. Angry man central. Yeah. If you don't he pass to him, even if he's on, even if he's surrounded by ten men, if you don't pass to him, he's gonna have his head. Ah, unbelievable! Mate. Honestly, I just has to, I just has to get the boy played right. Man, I'm like, there you go, we man. Just go yeah. over it. Honestly, I loved him. Well, probably my best player, like Rangers, obviously, it was John Fleck. See, when he was there, he was, he was a size there as a nuker. He was a he ball, and he he just played and he just ran through boys. They finished up, they actually put him up maybe, two, I think it was two or three years because mm-hmm. they resized mm-hmm. him. Um, was he no good? Was the, were they not saying he was going to be the next Wayne Rooney or something? Aye, aye, that's what they, they were. He was, but see, the fair see back then, he was very, very decent. Obviously, he's still decent now. Right. But, <laughs> but do you yeah, think it was, it was just, 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 it was Aye, so you must have been a couple of years below me then, because Flecky stepped up when I was there to my age group, my under 19s. We beat Selic 5 0 at Hamden and we fucking we won the, we won the league and all the rest of it. Um, and then the following year, Flecky obviously was still a year above, but kind of was mere a mainstay in that team. It was me and Stevie Lennon who would play up front and Flecky would come in because he was obviously still young. But the following year, we were 1 0 down at Hamden against Celtic. Rangers were in the, 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 the cup final and obviously 10,000 folk there or whatever else. Picks the ball up. Celtic players are dropping like flies with cramp. He just runs uh, through for the halfway line and smashes it in the net. And I, uh, you could tell. I, I think he got a raw deal in the first team though. Um, he was. You think he that was, was because of the height though? I think that was because of the height that was on him. No, I think he got shipped out wide. I don't. I don't think he's a runner. Um, uh, right. I remember one game he got taken down in the box for a penalty against Dundee United and he scored it. But generally speaking, I don't. 
obviously in that particular time, I mean, you're complete, competing with world-class players. Mm-hmm. So it was difficult for Flecky to, to hold down a position in his actual position. And I actually played against Flecky a couple of times when I was down south. He played for, um, was it Coventry? Coventry, was that right? Right? Coventry, aye. Yeah. He was there having a great time. In the few games I played against him, he'd get subbed, he'd be kicking water bottles, he'd get frustrated. Then he went to Sheffield United and that maybe that just that one club playing him in the right position. And mm-hmm. as Stevie says, he's potential. I mean, he was a standout, uh, right. an absolute an absolute standout. Um, but Rangers really should have... They invested a lot of money in Flecky. They bought him a house. They did all the rest of it. And they didn't really see the fruits of their labour in terms of what they got for him. And I think if they'd persevered with him and given him more of an opportunity and put, put their arm around him a little bit more as a young boy, they, they would have got a few million quid for him. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely totally agree. Because obviously, last season when he played at Sheffield United, he was probably their best player. Aye, yeah, he definitely. Phenomenal. He, he wasn't feared to get the ball. He was pinging passes about and He was phenomenal. Aye, yeah, definitely. Apart, apart from the worst player played with. Apart from who? <laughs> Whitey. <laughs> Still going to fifty year old still want to play. Yeah, this isn't serious. This is just a laugh, by the way. You don't need to come out and say he was absolute honking or that. Just a wee joke. Yeah, probably a laugh, I think. These are these are Talbot legends. Aye, true, very true. Very true. That's harsh. I thought it was maybe somebody that came into your team. Well, maybe you thought they would have done better than, than they did. Maybe make, try and word that a wee bit better. I fucking hate you here. Well, he needs to like you anyway. You're not going to like That is true, Well, You're fine. <laughs> Everybody hates me. I know it. That's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm comfortable with that, mate. <laughs> right, See, Stevie Fairless, I don't know. You can, after the top of the head, I don't think I can say it. I don't think I've got any. Oh well, you need to edit that bit out, Scott. <laughs> uh, favourite ground for Beachwood to go and play at? Uh, no, just the juniors say, well, you've played at a, a ground that, that's got a, you've went and got a good result, good a good memory or something like that. Oh. Mine's probably, all, well, with Tablet, it's probably Pollock. Aye, I, I like Pollock. Aye, it's decent, not there. Aye. Probably, probably my favourite place to, to go away. Aye, I like Pollock. Aye, Pollock's decent. Aye. Remember, I told you that, that, that Salim Kerr Remember, I was talking <laughs> about him. Aye, aye. We played against Pollock, and I don't know why it was like a, a a bounce match or whatever else. And that was that was the ground that I told you about that lob we played in because we he, we turned up and thought this guy does not going to fancy today, and he was unbelievable. Pollock, um, <laughs> we played against that day. Aye. Um, it was a decent wee pitch to be fair. And it was actually there was a, quite a lot of people there. They've got a decent fan base. Aye, aye. Aye. Um, what's the next one? A ground that can you see? You're like, ah, oh, I can't believe you've got them this Saturday. You need to go and play on their their ground. Who's that? Rob Roy, Cumberland. Oh, I was just about to say that. No, 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 no. The one that I'm That is a joke. That is a joke. Hey, Black, remember we played Blantyre in the Scottish? Oh, that was a cool. That was horrendous, I know. That was probably one of the reasons why I was like, ah, I can't remember playing in this league without any showers, playing away to Cumberland. I was just about to say that. During that, obviously, COVID, you're expected to travel up there in your car. Playing the parts like that in the winter, jump back in motor and drive in. <laughs> it's not that we've got to play there twice because Cumberland and Rob Roy are in the oh, league. So that would both so, uh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. um, Imagine Big Andy and Wally if we did that. Imagine Wally get subbed off when he was soaking in market <laughs> and then had to go home. Oh, that would be not a, not a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Toughest opponent you faced as in like a player? Right. Uh, Chris Buck gave me absolute water on the head in a youth not <laughs> final for any right to it, I swear. I played right back, right? But I had to go and play left back to play against him and it absolutely ripped my new ass. I'm not joking. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Like, we could beat 4 2. Uh, Charlie Adams scored a belt that night and all. He scored two and he was. It was excellent. After the game, I'm like, 
Stephen, no? No, I was just, I was just going to say, I don't think I'm real. I had a tough fan because meanwhile, I wanted to just pair up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was it, Stevie? Tell them the game. Was it you? Was it before the game in the team talk and you were playing again? I can't remember who the player was, but Tucker was like, ah, You can run by him with a wardrobe you're back. Right. <laughs> 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 was fucking laughing, wasn't he? Who was that? I can't remember. I don't know, but I, it was a, the left back was rapid, wasn't he? He's telling me, I swear, he just went by me a couple in your back. That's in the team top, by the way. And that's not just, just Don Green, that's during the team top. <laughs> this is just for Wally, that's the last one. How many goals did you score for Stenhouse Muir? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can answer to this, like? Aye. <laughs> How long, were you there, Wally? How long were you there, Wally? Five years, mate. Uh, How I'll many appearances, Wally? <laughs> many? How many appearances? 150. Is that, is that that many, was it? Four. I'll go for four shankers. Aye, mate, aye. Not even a goal a season, that's embarrassing. Aye, aye, but mate, I was there to kick folk, you can that. <laughs> that's me, Dan Scott. I mean, I see because the three years, the threes are on playing for the same team, I thought it was a good opportunity as well to do teammates. I've not even told Shankers or doing this. I put everybody oh. in right. So I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to ask you one question and the three years give us give it individually. Who's the best trainer at the club? We'll go club, we'll go Shankers first. We'll go that we'll rotate around that way. Best trainer. I'm not going to believe this, but I would say Whitey, because there's only one reason, because see when we were we were still training during the COVID and that, everybody's turning up. I'm not saying it was half fast or that. I'd need to keep it bold because we were only going. Don't lie. We'll turn up and go, why are you waiting this? What are you traveling doing for Dumbarton and all that? Most of the time, we're just playing seven aside and everybody's getting through the motions and that because we know we're not got a game on a Saturday to go and play. So, but Whitey's up and he's stunning your tears and he's nicking me and he's slapping me in the face and all that. You're like, why can you even be bothered doing this? He's, he's 39 or something. And so he would probably be my best trainer. Uh, I'd, I'd probably agree with Shanks, actually. Um, probably right. I'm trying to think if there's any. Quality-wise? What would you say quality-wise? As opposed to effort-wise? Definitely no. Went, see Monday to Friday, Coops. I'd pay 80 million pounds for you. See, a Saturday, 
I wouldn't give you eight pence. <laughs> he was it. He was at Liverpool when he was younger, that boy, I'm sure. Honest to God, he, his ability, I don't know if it was a mental thing with the fans, with the pressure, I don't know. He was the hardest worker that, uh, you know, out in the afternoon, free kicks, and he was the nicest lad you'll meet. And Monday to Friday, like, you would want, his team would win in training every single week. But came to a Saturday, and he just, he just couldn't produce. It's, it's, it's mad, that. And just makes you think as well, if he was still playing at that level during COVID, it would it'd be interesting to see how boys like that would perform. Mm-hmm. Next question. Least intelligent in the team. Oh, Craig McCracken. That, this oh. is weird because <laughs> this is it's, Craig, it's Craig McCracken, <laughs> but he's a lawyer. I know. There was actually a time his, his tire was bust and he had a flat tire. Wallace chased him. Uh, Craig was at the was it the bottom of the tire flat on the top of the tire? He's like, oh no, it was the bottom of the tire over. It was the bottom of the tire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to some of the, the stuff he comes out with is incredible. Craig's an absolute moon man. Oh, moon man. I wouldn't like to be him representing me in court. That's what you're <laughs> <laughs> Worst dress sense in the squad? Oh, Stevie Wilson all day. Like, double <laughs> denim? He wears a denim. He wears a denim tracksuit tonight. Stevie Wilson. Chang, somebody's can put off and somebody's can, you all right? I know, that's that. But to be fair, we've got two good people on because Stevie wears a double denim track suit and a night out, and Willie either oh, wears a black shirt, a black shirt, a white shirt, or if it's Christmas, he might wear a checkered a shirt. Aye. Might wear a wee cotton shirt or something for Christmas. Safety, safety first. Sure, I'm, I'm actually shocked he's got black, a black jumper on. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the team joker? Uh, I would say me and Stevie get got up to Jackers and Stevie are into pranks and all the rest of that. The, the best one was Calvin. Calvin Gabe. Oh, that was brilliant. Where'd <laughs> you go? We used to give him it like tight between it, to be fair. Like I said, you did it to Wally, Wally would go in the half and knock him back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Calvin did like at times we were putting like the usual deep heating boxers and things like that. But we played, it must have been pre-season. Was it doing it? Arvin Vicks, aye. Right, so it was a case of half time, can 10 half, 10 on. So me, me and Shankers were one of the 10 that come off, and Tuck was like, right, just get showered. So I didn't bother. So we were getting showered, and we, Calvin was one of the 10 that was going on. So I right, Shankers, man. So we go to his work trousers and get scissors <laughs> and cut one, one of the legs off, but right up, near enough to tap his thigh. <laughs> and, then, and then the air we wore his, his, sleeve, his sleeve, his work t shirt, cut that half and off. <laughs> Oh my god, we done we done the toes of soaps because uh, he put them on last, so he'd got all his clothes on. He's like, Oh, fuck's sake, man! And then he put his soak on, and he put it right up to his thigh because there's all the boat. But the one in Jamie Glasgow got him in the Kaleo and off. I said, He's fell asleep in my room, and I'm like, All right, has anybody got a lighter? Like, here, so I get hit, I get bothered. A hairspray or something, go right in, right in Jamie Glazier's hair. I think, it, I think he was still stinking the following week. I, oh. It was rotten the train that we had. Oh, that's shocking. Rory, have you ever had a. What's the worst prank you've seen in a dressing room? Was, <laughs> the, best, the best one I heard of, I wasn't actually there, but the best one I heard of was. At Rangers, we had a, a media guy, uh, not media guy, sorry, uh, a video analysis guy called Stevie, right? Tiny, tiny wee guy for Aberdeen, right? Lovely wee guy. And he used to go away in the, the, the trips and he used to do the set pieces for the teams that the boys would be playing against, et cetera, et cetera. And the boys were all talking in the dressing room about how in, in Israel they were playing in Tel Aviv and they'd, they'd go to Stevie, they'd go to Stevie down to his boxers and strapped him to, you know, one of the wheelie chairs. You could sit in and wheel a bit, but they've wheeled him into the lift and pressed all the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just opening every flare and he's just stra- strapped to the. <laughs> um, another one as well, a boy Craig Curran I played with, probably told you about him. He used to do the old, um, in the hotels for the away trips, he used to get the, you know, the tiny wee bins um, in the hotel rooms. He used to do the toilet in the bin, right? But he used to then fill it up with water and then tilt it against disgusting tilt it, tilt it against somebody's door then knock on the door when they, when they opened the door the job he, hasn't he just went fell down it's, it's 
floated between the legs and into the <laughs> Disgusting, man. But I, some of the stuff that they used to get up to was was outrageous. Um, was it? Oh, I'm sorry. Was it Big Sparky that done somebody's room? Ah, it was McClucky's room. I, we were on a way trip and he's managed to get there. I don't know where he's went to reception. He says, I've lost my key. Can I get the, the, the key for this room? And he's went up. He's took all the light, the light bulbs out, took the batteries out the remote, put the mattress in, into the toilet, <laughs> then that. So they've come in and they can't even turn the lights on, can't even turn the telly on. <laughs> that, happened, that happened to me. I, uh, we were playing Rangers. We stayed at Seymour. We were playing Rangers of Scottish Cup. Scottish Cup. We stayed at Seymour the night before. I think it was a, the game was on a Sunday or whatever. And we had a table tennis bit there, so we were playing table tennis. Went back to my room and my mattress. My, the uh, all the covers, the pillows, and everything all lying out in the hall. Uh, I, I bet you went home. Young boy, I, I bet you went home and stayed at him. I bet you went to Huff and stayed at him that night. Oh, I didn't. Mate. I was alright. I was panicking. I'm going to get uh, it. I, I just remember we got my clocky's trainers. Uh, oh, training. I, he Check was Okay, my clocky comes in with uh, the Prada trainers and all Prada trainers and all that. And, and me and Shanker's got uh, cable ties. And cause my clocky's can have you, so I put them right up. And cable tied these like as tight as we could get it onto the shower, shower poles. And my clocky couldn't get it when he would come in, but it was like shank. That was brilliant. Alan was going we were playing in uh, Pollock, Paul, was it a cup aye. final? I think it was a cup final, I and he's his gear hanging up, sparky, sparky squeezed into his jeans. We went to the park and he's got oh my god, got get them off, get them off. Spark is squatted and ripped off right there. He <laughs> <laughs> was going straight out in Glasgow. Three hundred pound jeans ripped right off. <laughs> Final question: Who is Tucker Sloan's teacher's pet? Oh, I'm going to say Stevie. Um, nah, no, 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 so much. Maybe, maybe no, no, but see, see, training. Stevie, Stevie runs about a oh, madman and. See if it was a Thursday and we've got a game on a Saturday, Stevie will be running to shut somebody down and Tucker's going, Stevie, relax, relax, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be saving you guys. He loves me, guys. I care at all. I care I guys I care, I would say. But there's ones that he's really hard on, like like Wally and Wally. much. <laughs> Uh, try to think who. I want to say Stevie. Maybe not so much. No, it's hard because we're no way to fit, but I can't really. I, know, I, is, I, I would say there is guys. ones that he's really hard doing. Aye, therefore. Brilliant. We've got time for a few fan questions as well. Tommy Griffin's asked a couple. If you, your t- he's asked us already before on our show, but he's asked it here. If you or your teammates had to do a celebrity bush took a trial, who's wimping out first and who's the crazy that breezes through them all? Why are you breeze through any? Aye. Wait, 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 as a proper, he, he would do anything. Jamie Glasgow is a shite bag. Aye, aye. Jamie would phone Jeeves. The brown eye. <laughs> no, no, he's made. He, he, before he's made, we'll see what he can do today. <laughs> how do you feel? How do you feel about not getting the chance to do the three in a row in the Scottish Cup? As personally, disappointing. Wanted to do that. Obviously, back in the eighties and nineties, they they done they done the three in a row back then, and obviously to emulate that, it'd have been it'd have been great. But obviously, not to be. I know, because probably I think since I've been there. Last year, that's probably the best squad of players I'd say. We could we hardly did, did, did they call it off or did 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 he's get knocked out? No, because no, COVID. COVID. COVID, they, they, they but stopped. Surely, it. You next year, that's three in a row, no? I, I no, but it's uh, I don't know how how it works. See, see one of the things. I always say, see one of the teams, two of the teams that's in the semi-finals. There's a good example. Uh, one of the one of the players has moved from one team to another. So, like, with he were allowed to play and, and Darville, they've strengthened a lot more since they were in before. So, it, I don't know if it's the right I, thing to, to continue. We're about the only team with the same squad. Everybody else is, is totally different. It's just, it, it makes no sense, but 
we'll see what happens. How so far, that means we'll probably play it. Aye, probably. <laughs> How far do you think you should go up the leagues with a new pyramid system? See, that's, that's hard to say, but see, see look, look, we've proved it in the past in, in one-off games. Look, we're merely a match for most teams, but look, it's different week in, week out, and you're doing the travel and all the rest of it. I, I get that, but look, it's, 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 it's hard to judge, but in a oh, one-off game... It's, a, it's one of the games in all. Like, like you see your one-half games, like you're getting four or five buses going up. But are, they, are they going to be doing that on a Tuesday night? Again, you've mm-hmm. no, it's, it's, again there's really a lot of Auckland and Lake fans here. And, uh, as well as you it's, it's, it's a hard one to judge, to be fair. This is for Wally for Andy Rogers, a former teammate of yours. Ask Wally <laughs> what's the best goal that he's ever assisted, even if the cross was a shocker as usual. That was a shocker to be fair. Behind him, Andy's overhead kicked it right in the top down. What a goal! Honestly, <laughs> I said, I, I, Andy just runs about going like, that. I just try to try things, just try things. That's all I did. So he tried things that day. I've a head kick right in the top down. What a goal it was! Cracking. He scored one for air against. I think it was Sunday Bank or something. Ah, yeah, I've seen that. As well. and also, did as a cracker. Brilliant. Ask Stevie what goal he boasts about the most. The goal at Fraserburgh of a halfway line at Pollock and ask Wally what one he's fed up of hearing most. That's <laughs> a hard one, isn't it? That's a hard one. Probably both of them, would be fair, wouldn't it? Fraserburgh, see the thing? Fraserburgh go is in the next round and then the draw was on the bus and then oh, people would go here yeah, and they were all jumping about. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. To be fair, the Pollock goal, I remember you saying it, remember? Aye, that guy. He stayed to me. That goal is off his line. I look like that. I'm going to chapel. And he did to be fair. It felt perfect for you. Aye, he's not bad to be fair. Ask Stevie about lying on the ground at Peter's Hill and still trying to head the ball. I remember that. Aye, I can't remember that. Well, see, 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 see. Concussion, mate. You can't remember it. See, to be fair, Tucker I tells you just put your face in front of it, so I think that's probably what I've done. Is that what happened to your nose? Oh, here's one. Tucker told us that he scored a penalty with his <laughs> head once, and that is no one to lie. That's a true story as well. And also, he played a game with a broken ankle. Well, I win. Couple of questions as well about kind of football related things. Rory, what is your thoughts on Scotland's three results over the week? Um, slightly underwhelming, I would say. Um, what worries me is that Denmark went to Austria and won school comprehensively. Um, uh, you know, look, looking at those fixtures, I think if you come away with a win at home, a draw away, and then beating the Pharaohs, that, that's a good start. My concern is now that, you know, we go to Austria and, and we fail to win. And uh, listen, uh, we're Scotland and what we'll end up doing is we'll, we'll go to Austria and win and we'll go to the Pharaohs and lose. But in the same breath, there's, there's nothing won or lost yet. But I think we've given ourselves a bit of work to do. I think it's pivotal that we win our home games. There's so many even teams in that group. And... Anything against Denmark's a bonus, but them going to Austria, a team which we struggled against, to be honest, um, over, this, over the piece, if any team was going to win that, it probably would have been Austria. I was slightly underwhelmed. I didn't really enjoy Stevie Clark's approach to the Faroe Islands game, I have to say. He was quite honest when he was command manager. I heard a quote from him that no game's easy at this level and every game's difficult. We're going into the Euros to play three really tricky games. We need to have more belief that we can beat the Faroe Islands before we play them. You know, I would I would like to hear him come out and say this is a game we should be winning and we should be winning comfortably. No, every game's difficult at this level. Faroe Islands and San Marino are a given. We should be beating them at home. So I think I think our mentality needs to change a little bit. Um I Austria we played well enough and we scored two good goals. So let's take the confidence for that. We came back and showed good character against Israel, bit of a cliche, but it's true. We, we, the potential is there, but we've just got to believe in ourselves a little bit more. Like I said, we're getting into a major tournament. We beat the Faroe Islands at home. There's no ifs or buts about it. They're not a decent team. They're not a decent outfit. They're, they're part-time fishermen, uh, most of them. So that, that's, just the, that's just the reality of it. So we are professional players who are playing at a good level. I want to hear Steve Clark saying, no, these are games we should be winning. Mm-hmm. We should be beating Austria at home. We should be giving them, 
you know, we should be getting that as favourites. So I was slightly underwhelmed. Four points is okay. Seven points would have been nice, but still a lot to play for. And, you know, a couple of good results in the next set of fixtures could set us up nicely. But I, I don't think we've really found anything out getting into the Euros. It's still a bit of a mystery, I would say. Definitely. We'll obviously touch on the couple of games that are coming up. Obviously, we'll probably be going out just after the, the Rangers game. But I just want to give everybody's predictions for Rangers versus Cove Rangers tonight. Shankers, what do you, how do you see the game going? Do you see players like Scott Wright coming in as well? Has he played in at the Aberdeen? No. no, I don't think so. I would imagine players like that will play. But then on the flip side, Rangers have got nothing to this is the only thing Rangers have got to play for now. So, mm-hmm. do you want to just go out and, and continue the momentum? Especially when when uh, you've got a chance of a Celtic tie. And, and they want to keep the momentum going and, and try and get, get an unbeaten run uh, to the end of the season. But uh, it probably is a perfect game at Ibrox at home. Uh, I would imagine there, there will be a few changes. Cause I think Gerard's one of the, the uh, managers that he believes no matter who comes in and who goes out, he's, he's still got a... Can, it's like for like, almost. It's probably about the glory we I've got a team here. Aye, there, there is quite a few changes. McLaughlin and, and stuff's playing. So, Barsi. Right is playing as well. Stephen, at that, when Rory was saying about like, Scotland playing Fairwines, that's a wee bit like Rangers play, playing Grove. Rangers, can it, no, no matter what changes are made, Rangers should still comfortably win that game. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So we'll get up. What's your prediction, Shankers? See, to be honest, I would like to see them go and battle them eight nothing or something because I can't <laughs> really be bothered with Cove. To be honest, they're, they're, uh, it's just true that they come down to, to us and they're quite arrogant. They thought they were going to walk over the tapes and that. They had about ninety percent possession, mind you, and but they still lost the game. They try. They, they blamed uh, our oh, slope. They said it was a hill or a slope in our park and it's like so where the park is. What do you think the score will be? 8-0. Eight, 8-0. Eight no. Eight no. Love it. Rory, what's yours? Um, I think Cole's biggest problem will be Rangers having went to St. Mum Park and losing in the other cup. I don't... I, I think their mindset for the start will be straight with the box, all guns blazing. I don't think we'll hold back. I don't think we'll take it for granted. But I also know Paul Hartley inside out. I know how he prepares for these games and I know what he does to try and prepare for them. Um, I think Cove will be stuffy. But I think that over the piece, Rangers will have more than enough and I'll go with six. Six? Wally, is that, that is that a prediction or is that what you want? <laughs> no, no, I want it to be 15, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I reckon I reckon four. Four, I think. The changes in that have been made, but I still think there'll be plenty, plenty in the team. Four nil. Brilliant. Stevie, what's your prediction for tonight? I'm going to be five nil. Brilliant. I'm going for four nil as well. That's the predictor behind Cove. Cove or oh, uh, Morelos isn't playing, but then you've got Roof and Defoe that are just coming in. I mean, you're playing against uh, England International, somebody that's scored everywhere he's went. No, that's just bad luck when they're coming in and, and Morelos, is it? Definitely, but also we've got the Queen of the South versus Hibs tomorrow. Shankers, what's your prediction for that? No, I'm dressed up. I'll, I'll be going. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it'll be probably. Hibs nobody's been doing as well of late, so they'll be maybe looking at uh, progressing. And I, I don't know who who is uh, who would they be getting in the next round? You know, they are away to Stranraer. Oh. So the both teams will be like, I'll be looking at if they can if they can win, then they can progress even even more. So uh, I think it'll be two one Hibernian. Rory. Is it in Dumfries? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that I cannot see an upset tonight. I cannot see it. There's normally one over the course of a Scottish Cup weekend at this at this time in the competition. So I'm going to put my neck on the line and say Queen of the South to go through by hook or by crook. It might not be in the 90th minute, in the 90 minutes, sorry. But I'll put my neck on the line and say that on their day, Queens have had some right good results recently. And that... The law of averages suggests that there's going to be an upset. So I'll go and put my neck out in the lane and say Queen's to win by a goal over 120 minutes. Brilliant. 
Brilliant. Oh, do, uh, no, Stephen Dobie. He'll score it if they, if they win. Brilliant. Wally, what's your up? Are you, you watching tune in tomorrow night? Nah. Let's be honest. Nah, I'm not going to be watching it. Uh, but Queen of the South have done all right recently. I think they went to Tynecastle, was it last week, and, and beat, beat uh, Hearts. So well, it'll be tricky for Hibs, but I reckon Hibs will have enough and they'll win 2 0. Stevie, what's your prediction for tomorrow night? I just as you're saying, Ken Hibs have not really been in fire recently. They've uh, been Queen of the South, decent results. So I'm going with one each full time and Hibs to win 3 1. Brilliant. Then we'll wrap up That's the show so there. Part of lining. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll wrap up the show there. I just want to thank Wally and Stevie for joining us in this show. It's been an absolute pleasure to welcome you on. Oh, so, can I see you one behind actually? On you go. Oh, it no. Just, it, it was just a. Uh, Obviously, Shans, hope your, uh, your heart we on that continues to do good because the boys are so we're, we're here to support you, buddy, all right? <laughs> <laughs> well, media attention for you, all right? You're doing well, mate. Uh, Crackle, so Brilliant. It's been an absolute pleasure, boys. Thanks very much for joining us. Brilliant. Shankers, Rory, pleasure as always. No worries. Brilliant. Please subscribe to the channel and follow us on social media and we'll see everyone with a new show next week. Cheers. See ya.